0: How you doing? Welcome back to Vicarious Competition. Wanted to go over a little bit of a list dojo today. I'm going to try to make sure that the episodes are as isolated as possible. I don't want people to feel like they're you know falling, getting left behind, or falling behind if they miss an episode here or there. You know, so they should be pretty insular. Uh, but the one I do want to point out is episode 23. Talks a little bit about list construction, uses some some terminology, some vernacular that may may persist just because it's a little easier to talk about using that way. So just kind of little list um, modules, I guess you could say. But today I want to talk about the list that I won tabletop simulator tournament, the TTS five with was my qualifying list what they the way a tabletop simulator works uh well not the way the way they run the tournament circuit i should say for those of you that aren't familiar is they do they take like the top two or three from each event and then they put together like a a nice little invitational at the end of that one Uh, might be the top two and then i think they run four and then they run an invitational it's just something fun they've been doing you know to keep people engaged keep people getting games in during you know uh gaming lockdown you know global lockdown whatever you want to call it. But dur- during the 2020 wasteland of gaming, wasteland of everything, they started up doing these uh, TTS tournaments. And honestly, I hope they keep them up because it's kind of fun. You get a week to schedule your opponent. Anyways, uh, check that one out on, on the there's, on the Discord channel. So onto the list. I went with a zizorak Gorgadra pairing. And this is a pair... Not really anything the origin of the pair kind of started with a double riled list so i took two monsters with the riled rule which is every time you take a damage you get a power dice and i just loaded up on those types of mechanics uh they also have zizorax's access well actually both of them have access to riled and both of them have access to super damage and hyper so it's a really really nasty killy aggressive pair really indicative of what the destroyers are all about so for the list itself uh, we'll just go over it super quick i've got a saucer and a power pod which is your little uh, spawn efficiency module just helps kind of stretch the the spawn spaces a little bit i've got a moloch berserker and a taskmaster as kind of my blitz squad that's there to get across the table uh mostly facilitated by um Shadow Sun Industries building to get me to where I need to go Uh, I did bring a construction yard but I didn't use it too heavily uh, this time around that's something that I've been practicing with more recently maybe we'll do uh, we'll do an episode soon on the construction yard because I think that building there's a lot to talk about so um, we had that one we had a scorcher uh, you know to get that scorch damage in the ignite damage Extra damage on monsters on your unit turn is always, always like super critically important. You know, there's lots of times when you'll, you know, opponents like, oh man, I left them on one monster. And then, you know, yeah, there's like, uh, there was a, a TTS game this week that they were talking about where somebody left a Kraken Octus on uh, one hit point and he ended up with a eight damage crack back on the, on the counter attack. And it was just uh an absolute nightmare for, for the guy. So um, that was terrible that it can happen I've got three chomper grunts and one chomper elite just as like a little chopper squad this can be your backline secure squad uh, you know but it's also generating additional power dice they also have the option to jump through the shadow sun industries building and this lets me get the, you know these models are here and number one chomper is amazing but the power gorged ability this is a list that can generate full power dice turns without even securing buildings Uh, you know, if it doesn't come up or if it's not convenient to. Just from Riled on the monsters, uh, Gorgadra, I've talked about before, has the Unearthly Rage, which gives Riled all of your units, and it's not restricted to faction. That is, like, one of the strongest abilities in the game, I think. The the more I play, the more there is to like about that one in particular. So, I've got two Crawlers, two Squixes, these are my Power Node Jockeys, these are my Quick Six Guys you know, to grab those far power nodes, just get them to where I need them to be. So they're pretty important in the list. Uh there's some discussion to be had, you know, on, on how many crawlers and if you want to do the crawler spam thing. That that's something that's still emerging in the meta but has been proven to be quite powerful. Explode a hawk for some AOE clearing. This kind of is a is a to taste tool. Um Explode Hawks are interesting. You know, I feel like when you bring them and when you have them in your list as a threat, your opponent will will play around that and never give you the chance to use it. But then other times, you know, when you don't have it, it feels like Clump City, and you just see Explode Hawk attacks every absolutely everywhere, and you're asking yourself, you know, why am I like this? Why didn't I bring it? So I think it's more of a deterrent piece than an actual piece that you can get in, but. It's a flyer, you know, that you can use for capturing, uh, you you know, backline, impassable terrain spaces, and it's just good to have. I mean, you can use it even if you're only getting, like, two models, but I think it's good, uh, has good value as a deterrent. So, the rest of the list is, uh, I have an Uberjet that functions as an exit gateway to the Shadow Sun Industries building, so that way it protects you if your opponent smashes all of your exits. You can still protect your entrance on your side of the board, and the Uber Jet gives you... It is expensive at cost two. This model would see a lot more play at cost one, but as an exit gate, I think it still has some intrinsic value based on that one. uh, Oh, we have the spitter. My list is kind of in a weird order. The spitter is there for the other half. Pretty easy to get uh, utility out of them. The problem is the getting the cost to you know, finding the dice to actually get them on the board. But once he's out there, he's pretty solid. I've also got a Toxo. He's just thrown in there, uh, you know, as extra point of damage. It does stack with super damage. Toxos is a really, really nice. You just have one floating around. It usually gets killed. I'm trying to think. It may not have even come up during that event where I got to use him, but. That was kind of just like a wild, uh, wild card piece. Uh, he's fine. He's like a defense three idiot, but they can be good. Uh, looking back at this list, maybe the Toxo can be an absorber to give me more power dice generation options. Uh, you know, and, and really lean into that kind of theme of no capture, no capture, no mercy. And. What else? Oh, we got the Destructomite and the Hellion. So that completes the Kill Squad, uh, you know, component, where I have really, really good options to do monster damage on my unit turn. And if the stars align perfectly, I mean, this is a list that might be able to get two... In just because the crawlers come, or no, the choppers come with base two blue dice. If you run into a monster like like a low health mo- or low defense monster like Armadax, or even maybe Leviatron, if you see him, I think there is the potential to get two dice. Um, maybe you want to proper a walker in here too. Yeah, th- so those are some, some decisions, you know, like what would you change about the list, you know, coming back. Uh, maybe take the explode hawk out, and put a proper walker in to get that reroll in your unit turn, and then and then add in you know some some other stuff maybe an absorber or something. I'm not really sure. I mean, it was a good list. Buildings wise, they're not super important. Um, you know, again, because you're mostly focused on these these big monster turns, uh, you're not capturing a lot of buildings. Took some disruption stuff, some Tokyo triumphs, uh, and some power plants are always good for center of the board. Uh, center of the board junk buildings, and you know this is based on the fact that I didn't want to have a lot of hazards. Number one, so that I could make ignite plays. But number two, you know I've got two pedestrian monsters and hyper. X does lose his high mobility, and. I've got uh, double super damage in this pair, so I don't need the extra damage from buildings, and it can actually be a benefit for for when your opponent's making their attacks, you know, to not have good options of where to throw you. It can help you cheat out uh, and cheat ahead of the damage race that way. So I tried to bring a lot of incombustible buildings. I've got a Mount Terran Industrial Complex to help increase my mobility. It's two chunky monsters uh, in, in this pair, so you know, the mobility increase is pretty important. And I do have, I brought one media company, uh, and I turned the other one, originally I had two, I turned the other one into an um, a UCI Industries, and Uber Corp industry. The Uber Corp building is just so nice to have, you know, especially when your plan is to have a relatively small power base. You know, if you capture one building, it can be the and then you have access It as the special rule where you have to pay an action dice and a power dice, but it's, it's like a stolen tech ability, so you can go anywhere onto the, you can use any building's ability on the table. So, you know, it comes up a lot with like Malterra, controversies but it was something that uh, a lot of players disagreed on me with when the, the game first was kind of starting out and when i was first playing it people loved the guard hq building you know, it's like universal in every list it was everyone's first buy you know that re-roll is hugely important and i know that the math says it is you know and the statistics say that a re-roll is better but I've just always favored buildings that generate additional power dice, you know, because I would rather throw one or two more power dice in over getting that reroll. roll and, and it's not correct, but mathematically wise, and I, I recognize that and I own that, but it's just always felt better for me. And, and the one benefit, it does help you, uh, the extra power dice helps you with better throws so right where the throw distance is based on the number of reds you put in so if you have more reds even if the odds aren't as good you have better options so that's kind of how i got to that one uh is there any other interesting buildings on here um i made use of the no that's a different list uh Media Company's Shadow Suns. Yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Um, Nothing else really to see here. I did bring a Harbinger Comet because mostly I've got a ton of um, Planet Eaters units, and it's good for, you know, that unit discount, extra power dice when you destroy units is good. And that was kind of the theme of the list. And that was how I was able to press the advantage. Um, I was regular... I, I remember that, that tournament uh, pretty clearly. And I was regularly taking... Regularly? Taking monster turns with like 6, 8, sometimes 10 power dice without even capturing stuff. You know, without even capturing the buildings. And it was... Um, it was neat to see. It's neat to see that, you know, I always like how many different ways there are to play monster apocalypse and this was just you know a list that kind of showcase that one so hope you guys enjoyed it uh, try the list out it was really really fun to play and if you guys are ever looking for games let me know uh, i want to do do a quick final shout out to the guys at uh at Los war machine you know for hosting uh me and us and and letting us do this one so a bunch of cool people running that uh, you know, we won't go individual names because I'll forget somebody and then they'll feel left out and isolated. But thank you everyone from the line of sight crew for bringing us on board. Uh, they've been cranking out their field of fire podcast. It's kind of their premier podcast. So check that one out. Um, so you've got some good stuff in there. So thank you all for listening and I'll catch you next time.